What's going on, everybody? It's another Tail Goats podcast, season five, episode 12. It is November 20th, and we're coming to you live from the Tail Goats podcast studio, live in Hinkley, Ohio, with our friend Bernie Kozar coming off a Browns victory over our Steeler rivals, 13 to 10. How you doing, brother? Welcome aboard. Hey, Will, great to be with you on Tail Goats today on a Victory Monday, a very happy Victory Holiday Week Monday. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, brother. Thank you for coming in, especially after a big win over division rival who have had our number for forever, really. Now, you know, the tides are turning here a little bit in Cleveland. Hey, after the season we've had to be 7-3 and three right now, to get a W like that yesterday... With DTR, a rookie, being able to come and play in there after the way um, his first start went. And to uh, and, and uh, the old Jimmy Johnson line, he used to say to me, somehow, someway, um, as a player and as a team, you have to find a way to win. Somehow, someway, DTR did yesterday in the Cleveland Browns. And at this time of the year in professional football, that's all that matters is getting that W. Absolutely. I, Bernie, I'd like you to elaborate just how hard it is the first time DTR really was thrown to the Wolves because really we didn't know what was going on that week of the Ravens game. And he was kind of th- obviously thrown to the Wolves and it was a disaster of a game. And to have the kind of confidence that he exuded this past week and then come out and get a win it, where the momentum was really not on our side the second half. He had one hell of a drive to finish that game. As I put my limitless tab in here for my little um, juicing uh, hydration here, the confidence that he showed, the maturity that he showed for a rookie. Um, yes, uh, DTR is a rookie, but he played almost 50 starts at UCLA. And to play like he did in the first half, to have a 10 nothing lead, then for the Steelers to make those adjustments – and to really basically shut us down offensively in the second half, to have a game that, from an offensive perspective in the second half, you probably want to have a bet, be better than. Typically, young quarterbacks can't come back and have a fourth-quarter comeback drive like that. They can't dig themselves out of adversity. And for DTR to kind of have the amnesia of the third and fourth quarter not get worried about that interception that came up in the second half. And then to go four for four on that two-minute drive and to have a fourth quarter comeback against the Pittsburgh Steelers in a November AFC North game, that's a special thing. So that's, that's really, I believe, um, all that matters is getting the Ws now. But foundationally for the team and for him, that bodes super well for for him and for the, for the future of us. You know as well as anybody, you know, the noise here in Cleveland isn't the same as a bigger market, maybe in New York or whatever. The news this week was, hey, is it going to be P.J. Walker or, or uh, DTR? And then later in the week, they're talking, you know, Colt McCoy, who's going to come to town? We had news yesterday, immediately after the game, the Browns did bring in Joe Flacco, I believe, Friday morning. He was signed relatively soon after the game, the practice squad going to be elevated to the active squad uh, roster, you know, all this noise and DTR, he, I don't, it didn't look at any point like this phased him at all. So now what with the Browns? So I really, I, I heard a lot of talk today about that and welcome to town, Joe Flacco. I think, I think it's awesome to have that veteran presence like that. 
A lot of people are saying, wow, it's going to mess with the confidence of DTR. Um, why are they going to bring in competition like that? Um, I think that's being incredibly assumptive. Um, I don't look at it um, like it's competition. And hats off to Coach Stefanski and the staff and how they put that game plan together. And I look at this as insurance in case something happens down the road. So we still have um, a half dozen regular season games to go and then some hopefully playoff games to go. So I don't think this is a decision of, oh, it's going to be um, Joe Flacco or DTR playing. I think it's a situation of we have insurance if something happens to DTR, okay, and not that we are going to fall behind early in games, but if there is a situation where the game turns into two-minute drills and or, you know, you're down a couple scores, um, DTR, um, you know, I'm not saying he can't do that, but Joe Flacco's arm talent is still there. And, yes, it's, it's not the same system, but the Cleveland Browns aren't really set up to be come from behind and stuff. So Joe Flacco, unfortunately, we watched him come from behind down 14 points against um, when he was with the Jets. Yeah, like um, 90 seconds or something like that. Two yeah. touchdowns. Unbelievable. I was already home. I left, <laughs> which is embarrassing to admit. But, um, yeah, I'm really happy with the Joe Flacco signing. I personally wanted a guy like Colt McCoy, a guy that was drafted here and familiar here. But what better guy that uh, flourished in Baltimore with a great defense? What What else can be said about this defense that seems to be a, a generational talent of, of a roster right now? Yeah, a generational roster talent. Well, that's actually a good analogy here to use. And, you know, as we're on the Tailgoats uh, podcast and you're going to ask a defensive question, you want to talk about goats. Uh, I don't want to um, get too far ahead of myself, but I don't think you're getting it all being a homer or too far ahead of yourself when you talk about Miles Garrett. Unbelievable season. I mean, I heard guys start talking about already putting him in the Hall of Fame type stuff. I typically don't go that far, but yes, I do type on guys like that. Some of the plays, the athleticism that he's making, um, we saw him almost single-handedly win the Indianapolis Colts game. Uh, the pressure that he did again yesterday, I mean, that was really a safety early in the game. The Kenny Pickett had minimal to no chance with that rush right there. He's really taking away. Like I like to do of giving people hope with my You Matter and my health and wellness, Miles Garrett takes away the hope of the other team. I mean, uh, offensively yesterday, and again, I, 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 I love and respect Mike Tomlin. I know as a Cleveland Brown, that's maybe heresy to say, um, but we really took away their hope yesterday. When you got guys like Miles Garrett, you had the overall team defense. And heck, Denzel Ward, what we're doing in the cover on the back end of it with the pressure up front, and then guys like Denzel Ward shutting people down outside. Again, we're taking away people's spirit. That defense takes away people's spirit. It takes away their hope. The the second half of the game yesterday, the defense, it was almost as if Ben don't break we're asking so much of you, and what a performance. I want to get back. You mentioned a couple coaches here, Mike Tomlin and Stefanski, only a few seasons removed from being coach of the year. What more can you say from your experience 
at just how hard it is to navigate the waters of now. He has three different quarterbacks that have won a game for him this year. Can you just elaborate on the job that he's done this year for people at home that might be on the fence on him? Well, for people that might be on the fence, when you're seven and three and winning with three different quarterbacks and you're the last guy to have been in the playoffs and beat the Steelers on the road in the playoff games, I've always been a Coach Stefanski uh, fan. I think he's even heightened his level of credibility and, and bluntly awesomeness and the way he's handled things the last few weeks. And, and for the fans out there, I know on Victory Mondays, we want to be even a little more excited. And sometimes we try to maybe get caught up in hyperboles and maybe overexcitement and stuff. But even with Deshaun being hurt okay, and people losing the QBs and stuff, this defense travels. And with Coach Stefanski and the way he's manipulating and playing complimentary football right now, where we're running the ball and, and the play-action game, and the way the team is really as cohesive a team as I think I've seen since the team's come back in 99, that's a tribute to your head coach. When you have that bond, that camaraderie, I mean, they really look like a family that's yeah. really bonded together. And kind of in football, we use the phrase, Let's circle the wagons. Well, they look like they they circle the wagons, and and the the off season of of kind of team bonding has absolutely paid dividends. And Coach Stefanski deserves a heck of a lot of credit for that. Bernie, you, you know we've been working together, shooting some videos on your You Matter products. Why don't you talk about those a little bit here and wrap you? I know you. Thank you for your time today. It, it, time is valuable. Talk to us about your products here. What you got going on? Well, Will, as a guy with 40 surgeries, 80 broken bones, 100 concussions, 14 seizures, to be here on a victory Monday, cognitively, cognitively present, to be able to enunciate, articulate, communicate, multiple syllable words, to be not have a pocket full of pills, to be able to start my day with um, um, my limitless tablet with my fermented super greens, modified intermittent fasting, to have been diagnosed four years ago with five years left of cognitive brain function, not to be able to say cognitive, to be able to change my healthy habits or to find healthy habits now, to um, find my digestive enzymes, my trace minerals, my fermented super greens, um, my humic and fulvic acid. I mean, this has been game-changing for me. So this is some of the stuff that, you know, now as I get into the, Late third quarter, Will, early fourth quarter of my life. A guy that was on 50-plus pills a day, not to take any now. Um, we had over 100-plus people die in the state of Ohio just this past week. Um, we've had almost 110,000 people pass in the last 12 months in our country. Um, I work so much with uh, not just NFL players, with our um, military uh, veterans and stuff. 22 veterans a day commit suicide from um, from some of the issues of uh, PTSD and everything, PTSD man. PTSD and the internal pain that so much of us are going through. I just lost another teammate of mine, uh, Bob Dahl from Chagrin High School, Notre Dame graduate, offensive lineman for, uh, for me, uh, kept me healthy in the early 90s and stuff. So to, to have these type issues... 
um, that are so unfortunately predominant and almost epidemic will in society. Now, I'm not, it's not easy to talk about. And I'm not proud to talk about it. I don't say it to look good, but I do know when you're in those situations, how do you have an option? So what do you do? So this is really, people ask me, what do I do? This is how I start my day. So it's about a half dozen vitamins and supplements modified intermittent fasting so you know check me out at you matter as i knock over my no lim- you're okay limitless tablet but check me out at you matter coast uh com, and it's a great holiday gift well on this victory monday bernie uh, congratulations on your, all your success in your career and now with you matter and everything else you're involved with i appreciate all the time you've given us today uh, remind everybody it's cozarwellness.com Yes. Perfect. CozarWellness.com to check out his products. All right. That's our Victory Monday. Browns wins 13-10 on to Denver this next week. Kind of a trap game. We'll see what happens. Go yeah, Browns. I'm a little bit scarred from some of my past <laughs> in those Denver days, but I think I'll survive, and we're going to get a W out there. Oh, you matter. Awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to wrap up with Jameis. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared.